0: The word in Greek is abyss. In most modern translations, it is left untranslated. Uh, John Wycliffe, though, in the 14th century, he rendered it the pit of deepness. That's quite a funky phrase, don't you think? The pit of deepness. Uh, But it's been William Tyndale's turn of phrase that has endured in the popular imagination. Bottomless pit. Few translators have imagined that they can improve on Tyndale, and so bottomless pit has become the famous saying. The phrase occurs seven times, all in the book of Revelation, where sevens abound. Take this representative example, Revelation chapter 9 and verse 11. They had as king over them the angel of the abyss, the bottomless pit, whose name in Hebrew is Abaddon and in Greek, Apollyon. The sense of the bottomless pit, or the abyss, is uh, some kind of unbounded chaos, infinite emptiness, an immeasurable depth, limitless nothingness. This place of destruction and corruption is highlighted at the beginning and the end of the Bible. In the opening verses of Scripture, we read about the void opened up in the creation of heaven and earth. Uh, Genesis 1 verse 1, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, then it says, Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. The deep is the abyss, and its presence is felt in the second verse of the Bible. God, having created a reality beyond himself, is faced not with a mere extension of his divine being, as though he kind of extrudes himself out into creation, no, no, but with creation, there is now something distinct from himself. God is light, but here is something that is other than light. And verse 2 of the Bible describes it as darkness. God is full, but here is an emptiness. Uh, this is not to suggest that in the second verse of the Bible we are encountering evil. No, the fall is yet future. But in God's good creation, there is something beyond God which needs enlightening and filling full. This is what the work of creation involves. Over the six days, God forms and then fills the universe, acting redemptively upon what is by nature formless and empty. God separates light from darkness and sea from dry land. He divides and he adjudicates. In the words of Job chapter 38, verse 11, God says to the powers of the abyss, this far and no further shall you come. God's creative work is all about undoing the abyss. He brings light fullness and form, to bound the boundless. Yet somehow there is a sphere that stands against the spreading goodness of God. There is an abyss. And when evil enters the world, the abyss becomes a natural hiding place from the light of the world. This realm of evil does not stand as an alternative foundation. The only true foundation can be the living God. No, God's enemies have nothing to stand on. Their realm is groundless, a bottomless pit. Think about this negative reality. The the realm of evil is not an equal and opposite kingdom. It is darkness, somehow resisting God's radiant light. It is a boundless emptiness, somehow resisting God's glory filling the earth. It is rebellion without a cause. Sin and evil have no ultimate foundation, no reasons, no footing. They are madness. Those swallowed by the bottomless pit can only keep falling. Think of the tragedy. It's one kind of death to fall far. It's another to fall forever. What hope is there in the face of this abyss? Paul writes to the Romans to tell them that we have no hope against the powers of darkness. None of us can ascend to heaven and none of us can plumb the bottomless pit. But Christ has come down from the heights and he has risen up from the abyss. So Romans chapter 10 verse 6. God says, do not say in your heart, who will ascend into heaven, that is to bring Christ down, or who will descend into the deep, that is to bring Christ up from the dead. See, we do not have to climb up to heaven, and we don't have to climb out of the bottomless pit. Christ has done it all. He is the radiant light of the Father. He is the spreading goodness of God, and he has come to plunder Satan's house. He has entered into our darkness, into the bottomless pit of death itself and He has risen again to bring us home. Naturally, we belong to the bottomless pit. And we cannot reason with this evil. It is insanity. We cannot climb out of this bottomless pit. There is no footing. But Christ has done it all. We need only trust Him and He will turn our pit to paradise. As Paul goes on to say, Romans chapter 10, verse 13, Whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved.